Welcome to episode 35 of the Holly Springs Deep Dive Podcast. I hope you are well. Most of you already know about the wonderful work the Holly Springs Food Cupboard does for our community, but they need us now more than ever. With more in our community needing help, less availability in grocery stores, and fewer donations from restaurants, they're busier than ever. This week, we'll hear straight from their executive director, Pat Haggard. This episode was made possible without sponsor breaks by an anonymous supporter of this podcast. Thank you. Okay, let's dive in. I am here with Pat Haggard, who is the executive director of the Holly Springs Food Cupboard. Welcome, Pat, and thank you so much for talking to me today. Hi, Karen. Glad to be talking to you. How are you? I am well. We're all a little bit tired at the cupboard, but uh, we're hanging in there and and, uh, doing the best we can and uh, serving a lot of folks. Yeah, um, I was going to ask you about that. I've seen lots of news coverage, you know, on the national news about a big increase in people using um, food cupboards around the country. And I wanted to see if you'd noticed that the same kind of thing could be said here in Holly Springs. Have you gotten a lot more clients than usual? Yes, we've had a lot more clients, uh, not near what you see on the news uh, with the huge traffic lines. We are doing drive-through and a delivery program. We have volunteers that deliver to senior citizens and folks that have either transportation or health issues that need food delivered. Uh, Like uh, Thursday, we did 22 deliveries, which is a huge amount. We normally, you know, would have maybe two or three in a a day. Um, We've also, in for the month of March, we had 285 client visits and in our um, March of last year, it was 167. So that's quite a um, mm. a number larger than what we're used to. Uh, but uh, our volunteers are doing a great job, and our community is very supportive. We've had lots of donations. Um, challenges right now seem to be in finding the right things. You know, having eggs available. You can't just go order them as we usually do from our food food line eggs and milk like last week we had ordered milk we usually have it in half gallons and gallons well they all only the thing they could give us was gallons so we ended up buying all gallons um we're finding eggs sporadically uh, we had a few uh, local poultry raisers that are have given us some eggs i found some at sam's club in a case lot uh you know just where we can find them we get them uh, but our usual source is, is not there for eggs. So, uh, uh, and uh, the people really appreciate, fi- you know, giving them too. One, mm-hmm. one thing, we'd, if, even when we found them in the store, they'd have a limit, you know, so we couldn't buy, go in and buy 50 dozen eggs. We'd have to right. <laughs> send two or three people going and getting two at a three at a time. So it's, it's a challenge. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that, that was getting old. I mean, my husband and I are senior citizens too, so we didn't want to be out in the stores that often. So, we're, right. We're trying to so, mm-hmm. go ahead. No, it doesn't. I'm through. That's good. Oh, <laughs> um, I was going to ask: Have you found that your donations have increased as much as they need to, or are they about the same? Or how do you find uh, that's going? Uh, the donations have been great. The uh, uh, non-perishables have been keeping up we've we've only had to buy um broths and jellies and things like that that 
is what we normally run out of to, uh, in a normal basis. But um, and things for the kids' bags, we we do track out bags for children and uh, uh, some of those things we've had to purchase. But uh, the donations have been great, and the monetary well, donations that's... help us with the uh, purchasing. Right. That's wonderful. I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up. I wanted to make sure that listeners knew that you accept donations of, um, of foods, mm-hmm. but you also accept money so that you can purchase things that you're lacking, you know, just depending on what you need any right. given week. Right. Absolutely. And uh, we, of course, take checks with uh, through our P.O. Box 268. And we on our website, hsfoodcupboard.org, there's a place that you can donate through PayPal or a credit card. Wonderful. I'll make sure I'll make sure to link that in the show notes for today. Mm-hmm. You brought up um, you brought up track out bags. Can you uh, let us know what are in those? I know mm-hmm. so many people were concerned when schools were canceled uh, for such a long term. Um, everybody was very worried about the kids who are on the free and reduced lunch and breakfast plans at school, worried that they weren't going to be able to be fed um, like they were used to. And that's something that you guys are addressing um, some. So tell us what all is in the trackout bags. Well, the trackout bags have uh, kid-friendly breakfast and lunch items. They have cereals and uh, mac and cheeses, little uh, carton um, containers of meat and uh, pasta dishes. They have crackers and peanut butter, um, shelf-stable milk, juices, fruits, and uh, things that kids can eat easily themselves, either for snacks or their breakfast and lunch time. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a it's a good-sized bag. It's uh, like one of those um, um, fabric bags that you get at the grocery store and it's mm-hmm. powerful um, popcorn is in there too then we're adding extra soup and um, ramen and things like that just to, to fill it out for them uh, mm-hmm. and they can uh, families can come get those every two weeks for each student that they have in their family okay um, so what would they need to do do they call ahead or is there a specific time that they can come pick those up we're sticking with our Monday mornings from 9 to 11 and then Thursday afternoons of for clients, it would be two to five. Um, they can just come in like a regular distribution. Monday mornings, mm-hmm. it, we would normally just be working in the cupboard, packing and sorting, but we are uh, keeping the side door open so that uh, they can knock at the door and then we'll serve them in the parking lot for Monday mornings. Uh, okay. And so they just come come in and uh, let us know that, you know, what, what they need. Yeah. What um, what kinds of things are you doing to uh, decrease the chance of um, passing uh, germs back and forth? What sorts of things, uh, cleaning or mm-hmm. additional steps or protocols are you using to keep everybody as safe as possible? Yeah. Well, of course, the hand washing is, we're doing that a lot. I think our hands are raw. <laughs> and then we're wearing masks and gloves. Uh, we have gone to drive-through distribution uh, and delivery distribution so that the clients do not come in the building at all. We reduced our workforce to where we can keep the spacing, the six-foot spacing. Um, we are having the, the building professionally sanitized every week. 
uh, ServPro is doing that for us and um, doing a great job. And um, the when they do deliveries, they will drop it at the door and call the, the client to let them know it's there. You know, so just oh. try not to to do uh, close contact. Also, the drive-through, we ask them to have their trunk open so that the, we can put it in the trunk instead of. Yeah, contactless delivery. That's right. nice. Right. Mm -hmm. So tell me a little bit more about the deliveries. Uh, who would qualify to have uh, their items delivered? Mm -hmm. Well, we are calling our senior citizens, you know, 60-ish and over, or families that we know have had health issues that they don't need to be out or um, uh, don't have transportation, the ones that we know. Uh, we're encouraging anyone else to please uh, send us an email at info at, it's the quickest way to get our attention on that, uh, info at hsfoodcover.org, or you can call the cupboard number, just realize it'll probably go to an answering machine if it's not the Monday morning or the Thursday afternoon. Um, and, and then they can let us know they would like a delivery and then we'll be glad to do that. Um, well, that's really nice of you to do that too. I mean, the whole, the whole food cupboard uh, organization is set up in such a streamlined way and so well organized and just having, having something like these deliveries makes such a big difference because, you know, not everybody who needs your services has a car. So this is wonderful. Mm -hmm. Right. And uh, if, we have a lot of senior, uh, senior citizens that really just don't need to be out during this time and uh, it saves them right. that. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of good yes. volunteers that are willing to do the deliveries for us and we couldn't do it without them. It's great. Mm -hmm. So if people have um, items they would like to, well, let me, let me back up. What items do you need? I know that you always seem to need broth and, um, jelly and things like that because everybody loves a good peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Um, right. What all kinds of things do you need most right now? Those are the two items we are out of, out of and had actually had to purchase this week. Um, we also are, are eggs, milk, sandwich bread, uh, uh, dry beans, uh, uh, soups, especially soups, kid-friendly soups um, that we can add to the track-out bags, um, the canned meats that go in the track-out bags, like little um, Vienna sausages or uh, tunas and, you know, the small pop-top cans, mm -hmm. and also um, the little mac macaroni with meatball things in the same little small packages. Yeah. It's what we run out most frequently. Uh, we're, we're struggling right now with meats because our food recovery has, has diminished because a lot of the places we use that have been donors before are either closed or have reduced uh, items themselves. And So uh, you food, to get donations from restaurants, is that what yeah, you mean? Our restaurants and uh, grocery stores that we have used, uh, several of them have either closed or, or their shelves are empty themselves. So we're struggling right now with, with the meat, milk, eggs, uh, loaf bread, you know, to make sandwiches type bread. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and it occurred to me just when you said that, that since schools are out, 
you haven't been getting donations from clubs at schools or PTAs who do food drives and things. Mm. Um, I know many times I've sent um, items to Mm. my kids' schools when they've been like having a competition, like whose homeroom can Mm -hmm. uh, bring in the most, you know, pounds of food. You get a pizza party if, you know, your homeroom wins and there's nothing like that going on. Yeah. Our big food drives for the spring are just not going to happen. We did have a triangle community church did a bumper crop right before this all happened uh, but we would normally have had Holly Springs Elementary School and uh, oh, we did uh, Holly Ridge Middle School or, yeah middle school did do a uh, no I'm sorry Holly Ridge Elementary School did a food drive where their teachers shave their heads for, for the number of pounds that uh, the kids bring in <laughs> right before we happened to that was fun to see but yeah. um it's a it's a challenge because we're not getting the normal food drives, but then our our folks are stepping up. I mean, we've had communities that have done it. We've had uh, some young people who need some hours, and we suggest that they do a food drive, and we can sign their papers for hours for that. And uh, uh, we've had uh, you know large donations coming in, so we've been blessed in that way. That is good. I'm. I was worried um, leading up to this call today. I was worried that you were going to tell me that your donations had been really down because um, people have been so worried about, um, you know, keeping their own family fed that they weren't uh, donating things to. So this it's it's a big relief on my soul to hear that that that's not happening. Yeah. No. We, our community is so so good and. Uh, I know that the ones who who are able to to remain employed and working from home uh, understand that they have the extra extra ability to help out right now, and they're they're stepping up and doing it. Uh, right. we, we did have a lady that came through, a uh, single mom who had been working three jobs and lost all three of them. She said, "You know, usually I'm the one donating and." Uh, here I have to ask. So they're very humble. They they are, you know, this is my first time. I've never done this before, but we're just happy we can help them. And uh, it's just a whole different ball game right now. And, uh, yeah. It breaks my um, heart so to pe- see people I've, hurting. I'm- I know it does, but I'm so glad that you're there. And you guys are the least judgmental people. You just want to keep people fed and give them a nice variety of things to eat. So you're not, you know, I want to make sure people know that there is no shame that's going to happen. Everybody who is working at the food cupboard wants to help. And that is all they are focused on is supporting our community. So if you need food, go to the food cupboard. They will take care of you. Yes, please, Um, please. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's, you don't have to fill out. Well, let me, let me back up. Are there any requirements for people who need your services? Do you make them fill out forms or do any kind of background information? We do have a form with demographics, just a number in the family and that kind of thing Mm -hmm. that helps us keep up with our records uh, and just, you know, where they live and uh, a phone number and that kind of thing. It's it's just the basic information. But uh, there's, we don't do any checks and it doesn't matter which 
town you live in right now. We're serving everyone. You know, well, we do that anyway the first time they come in. On a normal basis, we would suggest, you know, if they lived in Apex, we would let them know about Western Way Crisis Ministry and uh, Fuquay, the Fuquay Pantry, and, you know, those type of things. But we, yeah. uh, right now, it doesn't matter. We had families from Cary and Apex and Fuquay, Holly Springs, Willow Springs, all last Thursday. So uh, if you need food, come, come. We're uh, happy to be able to serve you right now. Right. This is just such a weird time. I mean, you know, you you know as well as anybody that such a huge percentage of our population in general is just Mm -hmm. a couple of paychecks away Mm -hmm. from needing um, help like yours. And this um, coronavirus shutdown um, has affected so many people's work schedules. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you still have a job at all, a lot of people have gotten a pay cut, you know, a temporary pay cut or an mm-hmm. hours cut. So even if you haven't lost your job, you might still be bringing in quite a bit less money than normal. Right. Um, and, you know, you've been focusing on rent or your mortgage payment and, um, you know, keeping the electricity on and right. all those kinds of things. Right. Um, so I'm glad, I'm glad that you guys are there and I'm glad that anybody can come. Right. Um, so as far, we've talked a little bit about contactless um, picking up of food. You do a similar thing for donations. Is that right? People yeah. can bring them and put them on your loading dock. Is that right? That's right. That's what we're having them do right now is just to drop it on the dock and, uh, and our volunteers will take it from there. Okay. And the times that that is appropriate are when? Uh, Monday mornings from 9 to 11 and then mm-hmm. Thursdays from noon to 5. From noon to 5. Okay. The early hours on Thursday is easier than than it's not in, involving with the uh, the distribution, but it has. And what time is the distribution? Is that from two? Two to five. Two to five. So mm-hmm. from noon to two, that's the best time to bring a right. donation on Thursday. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, I will make sure to put that in the notes. Okay, and if you can't, um, if you don't have the food to donate, you can always donate money via PayPal or sending a check to that P.O. box um, that we talked about earlier and that I'll link in the show notes. Is there anything else you wanted people to know about what is going on right now at the food cupboard? Well, I want them to know that uh, that the businesses that are still open are, are being really helpful. Uh, the butcher's market, uh, Jersey's Mike's, uh, IHOP, all have, have, have done above and beyond for us. Um, and uh, the grocery stores are trying the best they can. You know, they, they know, I, I know their shelves are, are out too. And so it, we understand when the food recovery goes down, but uh, they're all doing a, an outstanding job trying to help us out. Uh, we were working with our food lion this week to try to buy meat because our, our sources for meat has gone down. I usually get that from the food bank, and we only got one box of chicken last week. So mm. uh, now my husband and I managed to get in the line to do the chicken that was being the Rayford. Uh, oh, at the um, at the North Carolina Farmers Market. Yeah, at the State Farmers Market last week, and so we got that, but. Uh, the lines are getting longer there, and I'm not sure. Yeah. That's, and it's a challenge. But um, anyway, we're, we're working with it. So the monetary donations help with us 
being able to purchase meat from the grocery and our food lines trying to get it for us. I mean, their suppliers, they have to work with their suppliers too. So it's, it's, it's a yeah. challenge right now. Well, it is. Um, everything is so locked down as, you know, it needs to be so people don't hoard things, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, limiting people to buying, you know, one or two packs of chicken or ground mm-hmm. beef or whatever. Right. Um, yeah. And I totally get why grocery stores are doing that. So mm-hmm. it just it's yet another thing that complicates what you guys are trying to do. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, I'm, I'm, again, I'm so thankful that you're doing what you're doing. You have such a great cadre of volunteers over there, um, so dedicated, and I appreciate all of the work you're doing to keep Holly Springs fed and our, you know, immediate vicinity fed and taking care of senior citizens and people who aren't able to get out and get the food. Um, I really feel like you are such a big part of what makes our community great and what is going to keep everybody, you know, I don't know what the word is, keep everybody sane and, <laughs> you know, fed throughout this. Um, just knowing that you're there um, is wonderful. And I really appreciate you taking time on what should be a day of rest for you um, <laughs> to talk to me, because um, I know you've been super busy and you're you must be exhausted. Uh, there have been those times, yes. <laughs> Last yeah. Thursday night I was. We, uh, My husband and I picked up at Butcher's Market today and took it over to the cupboard. And uh, we had some other volunteers who were picking up uh, from Harris Teeter. So uh, it's a... Uh, it, so there is no day of rest. Is that what you're saying? There's, <laughs> there's not many. <laughs> when we have the chance to pick up, we will. And uh, But our volunteers are wonderful. The community is just very generous and uh, it's a pleasure to, to, to serve. Yeah. I guess your you garden hasn't really, it hasn't really kicked in very much this no. year. I know you have a fantastic garden over there. Yeah. Our garden is a, is a joy for us, but uh, we've got about five gardeners from the garden club that are keeping it from just being totally overgrown and beginning to get yeah. some starts uh, because we depend a lot on our groups, you know, from churches and, and youth groups and school groups and things to, to do them a lot of the labor in the garden and can't do that right now, but uh, yeah, they're, they're keeping well, I'm sure that you're, yeah, I'm sure that your um, social media uh, liaison is doing a great job mm. um, of keeping your needs um, up to date on your Facebook page and all of that. Mm-hmm. And I'll make sure to link that too. So people can follow you and, um, find out what, you know, your needs are from day to day or week to week so they can keep up with that. That'd be great. Um, We have a Facebook page that that mentions it regularly. And then our website has a front page that gives us the basic needs. And there's also a place there to sign up for a newsletter if you'd like to have that about. Oh, good. We're doing it about weekly now so we can keep up with what we need right now. Yeah. Mm. Well, um, I'm just so glad you're there and um, taking care of us. And I really appreciate you talking to me today. And I hope that um, you guys all stay safe. I hope that if people are hearing this podcast and they need food assistance, that they will come and let you help them. So thanks again for talking to me today. Thank you so much for getting the word out and uh, the thanks to the community and also to uh, encourage people that need help to please don't be afraid to ask or hesitate to ask. Uh, 
just to come on and we'll help. Yeah, that's what you're there for. That's that's why we're here. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Well, thanks so much for talking to me today, Pat. Thank you, Karen. You're you're way more technically um, (laughs) advanced than you think, I promise. My husband will be proud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, if he if he gives you any guff about um, being kind of you know clueless in that regard, you send him to me because you you totally were the boss of this conversation. So awesome, <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. You did a good job. Thank you, Karen. Links to all of the information you've heard about in this episode are available in today's show notes. This episode was written, recorded, and produced by me, Karen Shore, with music by Doug Maxwell and Meteorite Productions. Be well, friends. Until next time. Mm-hmm.